So me, me trying to punish myself whilst making a big life change. I think that's where I've fell down a lot before because I'm just like, I'll just give in. Like I, nothing will change about me sort of thing. Whereas now I'm just trying. That's all I can do, honey, is try my best. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to go out of my way to not punish myself as much, even though that's still happening here and there. But um, yeah, and it, and it comes with, with age, I suppose. You do, your life just gets busier and you're like, I actually don't have fucking time to punish myself today. I've got X, Y, and Z to do. Hello everyone and welcome to Chai with Rai. Hi, I'm your host Rai and each week I bring you a guest or a fruitful message from the creative industry all while sipping and spilling some hot chai and of course discussing all things life and culture surrounding the creative industry. Now if you haven't done so, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. If you love this podcast and are listening to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible or wherever you stream your podcasts from, if you could do me a kind favor and make sure to rate the podcast, comment on it and share it on your story social media and spread the word it organically grows the show and connects us with listeners who haven't tuned in before and overall as i always say it just shares the love also if you haven't already you can now become a patron to chai with rye by signing up on patreon for five pounds or as i love saying it in this accent five dollars each month your subscription will help support the show but also get you exclusive things such as a 24-hour link to the unedited and unfiltered video version of the show before it goes live on all podcast streaming platforms shout out in the show of your comments and of yourself exclusive opt-ins to any of the guest projects such as if a writer i've had on the show are doing a workshop or a director who i've had on the show is looking for an assistant director i will be advertising on the patreon channel and lastly you will also get exclusive visuals and soundbounds to the show not published anywhere else but on patreon i will put the link for the patreon channel in the description of the episode so make sure to check that out without further ado let's warm up our cuppers p.s let me know what you're sipping on as you listen to this episode slide into my dms tag me in your stories do people do dms still i think they do <laughs> without further ado let's dive into today's episode with natasha and nikita from two chickpeas in a podcast before we do anything I play games as the first intro. So what I do is I rock us your boats and then we get into deep, meaningful conversation. This is going to be a versus situation. So the game is usually called five second rule where you have five seconds to do three things, to say three things, be three things. However, I'm going to change it and adapt it to you guys because I've been listening for the last two weeks to this is the podcast. Yeah, but really, guys, this <laughs> is the podcast. So. Because I've been listening to that for the last two weeks, I thought we'll be really interested is if I go through your guest list and if they were to have a podcast, what would their tagline be via you guys? So you will each have a turn. I'll throw out a guest. You'll have five seconds to give me a tagline. If you don't, you're out. Okay, you don't get that £10 Nando's gift card. Oh my God. Okay, okay, okay. okay. All right. So wait, wait, wait. wait. My mouth is, uh, it needs... Um... Moisture, you can have chewing on with chai. You're no. your brother, that's not hot and cold, man. Like Katy Perry, but not in the right type. You know what I mean? Like mint tea or something. Yeah, but I just eat so much Indian food and having tea in my mouth is feeling like what did you have? Dunno. Chickpeas. We just <laughs> yeah, I have questions about your branding. You guys say you went through all channel, but it looks like you guys come out of matter. Oh, sorry, as matter. Apparently, there's a trigger story there. <laughs> really good. Well, you yeah, know, already, yeah, already, already. All right, who wants to go first? Nikki. I'll try. I'll okay, try. so this is your five-second rule in which you're going to come up with a tagline for the following guest. If Asma Khan had a podcast, what would the tagline of that be? Go. 
spicy. You're, it's it's spicy. Okay, great. Tash, you're up. Tash, you're up. All right, ready? In five, four, three, two, one. Mim shake. I'm just really good at being on the radio. Uh, and it's a tagline. It's a tagline in five seconds. <laughs> Natasha, you're, uh, sorry, it's not Tasha's, it's Nikki's. Your yeah. one date man, Adnan, go. <laughs> um, d- dip me with something. Uh, Five seconds. You get five seconds. He was laughing and I was like trying to get it out. My thing was dip me with something. Dip me with something. Yeah. Because he's a non-bread. So non-bread, you dip it in stuff. Yeah. Nice one. There's thought. There's thought. Cheers. All right. Whose best friend is Ariba? Okay. Well, Tasha, it's going to go to you because we're switching. So go, Ariba. Shadi. Bollywood. (laughs) Good times. Come on. Come on. Why does it sound like Pyar, Mohammed, Ish.com? <laughs> it really is. It should have been that as well. Yeah, it should have been that. All right. You're up, Nikia. Um, okay. NPK poll. Go. Drop it like it's hot. Nice. Okay. I like, I don't need to do a countdown. I feel like we can just do a buzz run. All right. Let's go up to Raheem. Oh my God. I'm just myself, honey. Priya Raghu. We, f- oh, we found love with chicken, lemon, rice. <laughs> wow. 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 Hakeem, go. Tash. I've been through some shit, but I'm living my best life. All right. Guntaj. Oh, Guntaj. Good job. Nikki, go. Good job, guys. Good job. Um, um, bole, bole. Bole, bole, bale, bale. There's going to be a Hindi test at the end. What's the podcast? And it's a tagline, bole, bole, like, speak up, speak up. You mean like, bole, bole, or bole, bole. I, I still stand by what I said. It makes sense. It makes sense. Um, Kareem, the makeup dude. Oh, people just don't get it. I'm amazing. Can I do one for him? Because yeah, yeah, I, I say all the time to the podcast. The, the thing he did in the podcast, which I nonstop say, is like, are you ready? I always I always do it now because he did that. Yeah. That's a good one. All right. We're coming to the, the last ones. Viraj. Which was not this season, last season, right? Yeah, the last season, season two. Yeah, yeah. go. You, you can catch me same time, same place. Watch me. Good one. I like that. Do you know that the like, reference? That sounds like a nice like date. That's that's kind of good. Good hot the hair reference when. Oh I'm... yeah. Yo, watch me. Wow. You know, she's in prison. Yeah. Anyway. All right. All right. Tash uh, Anuj. Don't even talk to me. I just go. <laughs> So Anuj is nice though. No, that I love his. I love his like unapologetic. Like he's so nice, but he's also like fuck off. Like I love it. Wow. He's not really, like, even like fuck off, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what he said to Priyanka Chopra behind her back. Oh, starting shit, starting shit. All right, and lastly, you both. If you both, this is it. This is Destiny Child. You guys are splitting up. All right, you both are gonna have podcasts that are gonna be with each other. So Nikki, you're gonna give Tash a tagline. Tash, you're gonna give Nikki a tagline. Go. Have you seen my podcast yet? Okay. <laughs> Have you seen it? Yeah. Have you seen it? Because it's a visual podcast. Love it. That, yeah, it's because also she misplaces everything. So everything's like, have you seen my... And it's just like my shoes, my keys, my... Um, I have questions about the Uber driver, about yeah. the, the everything. Yeah, go for it. Tash. That's why it's, That's why it's, have you seen my podcast? Yeah, go. That's really good, by the way. I know. Yeah. I'm such a genius. Yeah. That sounds like, I'm like, oh my God, have you seen my podcast? Yeah. I made so much sense. I'm a marketing genius. You are uh, Nikita. Jaldi. <laughs> 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 
Wait, as in like I'm the kutti and Panchor, or as in like he just... says it to me all the time. Kutti, kutti, bitch. I'm like, might I just say, in already the five minutes that we have recorded, you have speaking Punjabi, you have already speaking Hindi. So all of this stupid shit that you guys are like, we don't really speak the language. We're like shy. I I can pretend Anuj if you, like you know you were my grandmother. Wow. Coming for us, man. Coming for us. It's, it's such a marketing tool for you guys to be no, able to do this shit. Not. When in fact you guys are like Martika hair oil and Amla air oil in your like and speaking like fluent Punjabi and Hindi and I Gujarat. really should use that hair oil actually. Yeah, can you sponsor all of us? Which one do you want, Vartika or Amla? Amla. Which one do you want, Nikki? I was gonna say Vartika. Yeah, Vartika, man. Vartika, man. Whatever. I don't even use any of them. Let's be Why don't you? Don't your hair get damaged? Like with all of the shaking. I don't have time. I go to work every day and then I have to wash my hair every day. I don't have time for it. I really should though. How many times? A, how many times a week do you both wash your hair? Once. Uh, every other day. Once, once I didn't wash my hair for like ten days. Well, probably the longest. Now I've got color in my hair. I try and do every two days, but it's still not really working out. Like this needs a good scrub. I think it's been two, three days actually. You I was really good hair, like thick hair. Like, despite, like, the fact that you dyed your hair, Tash, like, r- literally good. Because, you know, that da- that damages. Yeah, but I did balayage. I'm not letting that shit touch my roots, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. yeah. Mum will still slap me at the age of 18, 28, 28. Yeah, but you live by yourself. Well, no, you don't live by yourself. No, I don't live by myself. But even if, like, even if I don't live by myself, you think my mum's not going to slap me from across the world? Like, <laughs> no, you know, By the way, can I just say, when you said you're dating Agora, I don't know why I went to a ginger dude straight in my head. <laughs> And yeah, I was ginger. like, I was like, it'll be so good. No, Is he kidding. actually ginger? He's not, he's not, he's not. It'll be so much fun if he was ginger. And like, it's one of those people where you go on holiday that they have to wear their hat because if they, they'll just burn like vampires. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally. Uh, he's not ginger. What is he? He's just brown hair. He's just gora. <laughs> <laughs> he's a gora man. Also, um, genius on the, what was it? Which episode was it? I feel like I've listened to so many episodes. When you were like, his name was Ben. Ben Chor. Oh, yeah. That, um... What episode is that? What episode is that? Ben. Ben Chor. Who said that? You oh. said that, Nikki. Oh, I, I yeah, know. Oh, oh. I know who it was. It was your friend who had the lesbian story. And one of their friends, yes. did, yeah, they they detached yeah. from them. That was it. And you were like, who shall not be named? His name is Ben. Ben Chor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you were saying right here as well. We did this episode right here. Yeah, that was a good one. Sometimes these one-liners, they just come. Before we went to the visuals. Anyway, hold on one second. Wow. Um, have you ever... <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Eating more gum. No, I just buy it out. I really want my tea now. Okay. Um, have you ever thought about going on Royal Housewives and like what tagline you would have if you were to go on it? Because I feel like then you've got good tagline shit. Do you guys watch Real Housewives or not really? Hardly no. I no, I just there's so many of them, first and foremost. And most people I know watch all the housewives. Yeah. They watch Keeping Actually, Up. not all of them, that's a lie. No, most people I know watch pretty what much. What about all love them. and hip hop? We I, I used to watch that, but only the LA one to be fair. I've heard the New York one was really good. I watched um, the Atlanta one with Jocelyn because I oh, was with Jocelyn. Yeah, there was a there was a period during the pandemic where I needed to just play like you something on YouTube while I work. I just need like 
I just needed to sound like I'm in the office with people to work, if that makes sense. So I put on Love and Hip Hop. And yeah, I was like, yeah, all this fighting in the background, I can work with this. <laughs> Wait, so you're not, you guys aren't like Love Island made in Chelsea girls, are you? Because if you I love Love Island, I'm not going to lie. I'm not watching this current season though, but I have been loving Love Island for the last few years. the thing that this season is actually really, really good. I think it's a scam. I invested into, what is it the one with the one where the Irish black mixed race girl won was it was she Irish? Oh, Amber. Irish? Amber. that was a good season uh, that was a fucking was... shit season and so i was invested drama. into that season i thought what's the name the one with anna vakili oh my god i love her and i listen to her podcast all the time yeah it's actually love her podcast. The i, love I her. just thought it was so shit why the fuck did she win like she did nothing yeah that was what i thought was yeah, weird yeah, she yeah. she won mainly like because of her personality rather than she what has her. no she personality won. she won because she got fucked over by that guy she was seeing your childish he michael now, he now yeah you know he calls himself Fucking mac George. now mac his name's Mac. It doesn't make sense. Anyway, no. he's a different personality or something. I don't know. I um love what's the what's the blonde girl and the boxer. I think they're like the new Peach Bond. And, and Tommy. Katie Price. I love them. Love I think them. they should get their own TV show and they should be the Peter Andre and Katie Price of our generation. People hate on them, but I I don't care. People are just jealous. Well, it's because she's what a fucking millionaire because she's like what the yeah. CFO, the CEO of like what that ace. Boobie. Yeah, which she stepped down from recently to focus on her family. Very well, good. you know, priorities, you know, good for you, good for you. You made she, a couple of million, a couple, she's probably made a lot. She's usually around, where's it, W Hotel in uh Chinatown? Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's okay. usually always around there. Wow, interesting. So, guys, if you want to watch Molly May, just mm-hmm. go over there, she'll be hanging around there. So, will Anthony Joshua? They'll, oh, yeah, AJ loves it. Loves it. I I just you know AJ. I just think naughty things, and then I just look at Tasha like you thinking that she's not thinking that. It's just me. No, I'm innocent mind. It's me. Oh, have you got the filthy mind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same to same, same, same to same. same. Let's get into deep, meaningful conversations. Which is before we talk about two chickpeas and a podcast. This is the podcast, yeah. This is the podcast. Yes, this is the podcast. This is the. I feel like what you should now do every podcast is like change up with accents. So like a French accent, oh, a like, Belgian accent, a podcast, yeah? like that. Yeah, is just it, change it up. Keep it up on people. That's a lot of effort, though. Why is it a lot of effort? Because our intro is just there and ready for us to go. Like, Slide let's go. In. Swipe that don't in. Don't you want to? Don't you want to grow? It's just, it's just a thing, you know. Just try, just, just try. We'll do, we'll do it in the episode just for you. We'll just, we'll just shout out to Ryan. We'll be like, shout out to Ryan, uh, Monsieur. Welcome <laughs> to the chickpea in a podcast. <laughs> do. For accessibility. For um accessibility reasons and for people who will not be watching the visual aspect, Nita- uh, Nikita, I don't know why I said Natasha. Well, actually, Natasha did as well. She flickered her hair. Is, is something... I flickered my hair because I'm copying Nikki. I, I I get this comment a lot. Like, I don't realize I do it and I'm not trying to do it to be sassy or dramatic, like... but it's just... <laughs> You did it when we I met you in person and you were just doing it. And I was like, statement. It's like a statement almost. It's like a full stop. 
<laughs> I do sometimes. I, I'm probably just sassy and I don't even realize and I'm just like, yeah, whatever. No, you realize it. That's BS. Let's not let's not pretend. You know you're sassy. Let's <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. No, sometimes I do it when I'm not trying to be. But yeah, anyways, anyways, because... I'm a sassy girl. What can I do? But we're going to get into the vulnerable side of you because I really, really want to know the mushy side of you that has pink teddy bears and soft pillows and, you know, just does all mushy things. I've got pink soft pillows. Oh, yeah. And I do have flowers on your bed sheet. And I have Freddy, my teddy bear from when I was one year old. Oh, do you have that? Yeah, he lives on the sofa with me. He watches all my box sets with me and we have a cuddle. Box sets? What? Yeah, like, you, you know, if I'm binge watching like box sets on Netflix, yeah, ah, like I'm re watching, I can't believe I'm re watching this, but I'm re watching the Gilmore Girls because I just I just missed the early 2000s. I'm watching it for all the references, like they're just getting the internet, they're just getting flip phones and stuff, and I'm like, take me back, yeah, the good simpler times, yeah, simpler times, simpler times. I no, I wasn't ever a Gilmore Girls fan. What was that, Smallville? Small world, I don't oh, know. Oh, was that about the heroes? Superheroes, something. Superman. Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. early days. I remember, like, you could like evil. Yeah, charmed in that. Yeah, no. I remember Sorry. when it used to come on on Sundays and like, was it Sundays on Channel 5 after Home and Away? Home and Away! <gasps> we used to watch Home and Away. Times. I used to love singing. I always thought the theme song was so good and I used to love oh, singing. No. Don't you think it's so good? Yeah, what a, what a good theme song. But don't you think it's so crazy that like we watched so much of our life like on like this one TV show, like hours and hours. Imagine how much hours and hours of our lives have been given to like you watching Gilmore Girls. Or yeah. Away, and like, it's just mad. I feel like I feel like I'm more antsy now. Like, I don't know if you feel like this. I was talking about this with someone the other day. I was like, now we literally, as we're shitting, we have our phones in our hands and we're like scrolling and doing shit. Whereas before we could shit in peace and switch off. Like we didn't have to have TV on unless you were one of the rich people that had TVs in their bathroom. And now literally, like, it's just all the time. And I feel like I've got like ADHD just because of that. Like if I don't touch my phone within five seconds, I'm going to die. I think my hands are like formed a certain way now because of how much I have my phone in my hand. Like Chandler from Friends when he's like, yeah. Or like the little dent in your finger. Yeah, everyone's got that. The little dent is from where you rest your phone. But I love a little like, you know, watching wheels as I take a shit time. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, that's the the nice, yeah. I'm not going to lie, I'm not really a TikToker. I don't go on TikTok often. Have you guys got into the place of my close, close circle of people? I send you a picture from the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All the time. All we, the time. We text, honestly, in various group chats. And at any given time, someone can mention a bowel movement. And we'll all just react so normally. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I struggled this morning. Or like, I was going to text the girls like, oh, my God, it's it's all coming out my system post-Lisbon. I can feel it happening. You know, I'll, I'll give that Don't much. Care. So much information. We all, <laughs> we all do. Yeah. And you know what's really weird is that when we were younger, we, for some reason, like, had a theory, like, you can't do a shit in someone's house unless you're, like, really close with them. Yes! We, like, hold our shit and, like, wait to go home. And then we we got older, like, why did we do that? Like, the pain we put ourselves through. Yeah, like, you know, like, I remember going into a cubicle and not weeing until everyone left. And now I just happily go to the toilet and wee my life out. Like, I had, like, three cups of tea and then I go to the toilet and wee 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 and I don't care if there's like the whole fucking bathroom 
I love that this is yeah. I love this. This is what the deep intimate chat is as well. Yeah. yeah. This, is, this is how we get um really into our deep. deep chats. Yeah. Because <laughs> next we're gonna talk about um we, I'm just gonna break the barrier. What flow you guys have when you guys are on yeah. the period. So on the flow. Yeah, do you have a heavy flow? Or do you not have a heavy flow? I is used to too have much? I used to have such a heavy flow to the point of like, like I couldn't walk. Like I literally, the energy has been sucked out of me. I used to have such a heavy yeah. flow. It's such a roller coaster. I'm at the moment, I'm in my like nonstop eating week where like I know my period's coming because I am eating everything in sight and I just don't feel full. Yeah. And that's how I know yeah. it's coming. Yeah. yeah. You would be the friend that I want right now. I'm really sad that all of my friends don't live in the UK or oh. in well, bar two, because I would just want to feed people. Hello, us two. Oh, you both. Yeah, who, which one of you messaged on my Instagram? Yeah, Aja. <laughs> when did what did you say? I'm sure we spoke about food. No, oh. yesterday on my uh, today on your Instagram or yesterday you yeah, said I posted the, I posted the salads and I literally I made I, I don't know if you guys are like this when you're cooking. I was programmed by my aunties, my halas, and all of those people to cook in like mass bulk. Yes. So to yeah. cook like small portions is just not feasible for me. No, it's, it's really not. difficult. So I cook in batches and then sometimes it just sits there and I want to give it off to people, but like I have that exact problem because I live on my own, but I don't know how to just cook for one. One yeah. So so much so when I moved to university, like when I, I I lived in Birmingham for my bachelor's degree, and um I remember doing my first like food shop on my own, and I went Tesco's and I was putting things in the basket, and then halfway through the shop, I was like, oh, I'm putting things in like Natasha likes this, Avinash likes that, and I was like, I don't live with them <laughs> to put it all back. And then I found it so overwhelming. Like, how do I cook for myself? And then I got all these ready meals, which was such a mistake because I never oh. ate any of them because they were yeah. so nasty. And I remember when you went through ready meal, ready made meal phase. It was very, it was very, very brief at uni, and then it was done because I was like, I hate this. I don't think they design for our stomachs. Like they make me like gassy. Yeah, I, yeah. I have I have ones from uh, co-op at the moment, and they're quite good in my system. So, are you veggie, non-veggie? Non-wedge. Non, non-wedge. 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 Wedge with a W. Yeah. Non-wedge. Yeah. Non Title of episode, non-wedge with a W. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there you go. Non-wedge starter, non-wedge main. Mm. I love it. I love it. That is the thing. We got told that we can't have a non-wedge on Sunday when we go to auntie's uh, birthday an auspicious month and I was like yeah, yeah no, that's fine and like low-key I was like oh no like that's my favorite twice blink twice if you're in an abusive situation right now <laughs> say you would like a pineapple pizza <laughs> with pepperoni listen there's many times I need a pineapple fucking pizza with this one right like literally oh whatever this girl I, do you actually Trust me, if she's the slightest bit hungry, you just work out. No, we're not physical ever. We're just so angry at each other. Tasha does these eyes that like, makes it look like she she really wants to hit you. And that's how you like, know. What, what do I do? You do the death stare thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, where, what? You, where you just look at someone and you're like, don't fucking test me right now. Because if you want me to go there, we'll fucking go there. Is food um, your thing? Because food is my thing. If my food is fucked with, I will kill you. If, if I don't have food... 
No, um, I mean delicious food as well. Like I good food, good food. If yeah. I don't have good food, I oh. Absolutely, yeah. I can't like I'm not gonna lie. I'm not like a cereal eater. I don't think I've had cereal in years. I do you know what it is? Like I can't. If okay, <laughs> my, this is this is real. This is real. I'm gonna talk about my shoulders. Yeah. If I don't eat J Lo, real. Like I'm real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is real life. I'm telling you. Stop laughing. It's real. It's my life. Tell a chupkar. Tell a chupkar. Okay, I if I don't eat, I get really bad shoulder pain, like really bad tension, and like my my shoulders are really stiff, and it goes all the way up to my neck, to my head, and then all the way down one side. I'm telling you, like my shoulders are. Let's see right now. Oh, uh, we just had dinner. <laughs> apparently it wasn't sufficient enough so she would like some more i'm feeling okay today but like uh but like yesterday and stuff like that i'm doing intermittent fasting right now and it's really hard it's not easy and for someone who gets angry and has really like shoulder pain yeah from food yeah it's not the one but i'm telling you it's a theory Wait, wait, wait. Where are you doing intermittent fasting from? So, like, what slots are you doing? Um, So, I eat at 1 and I stop at 8 and then I fast for 16 hours. You can go to 9, I think. Yeah. So, 9, 9, 9. But if you think about it, we I'm technically... That's okay. But if you think about it, we're all intermittent fast in a way, which is, like, we sleep, we eat, and then when we wake up, we have breakfast. So, like, that time that you're sleeping. But I also have a habit of, like, coming home and being like, oh, yeah, I'll have a cup of tea. And, like, it'll be, like, oat milk. And then it's like, oh, shall I have, like, this little, like, little something, you know? like you you don't yeah just a little snack but like it's not just a little snack because one little snack turns into like 10 big snacks what's your vice what's my vice mine is uh dessert like anything sweet mine is dessert or like like you know like um like just like snacks like goodie snacks especially like Mm. chakri and um like katia and like jevra and stuff like that i love that shit like at night Mm. with a cup of tea oh where's naughty got so much sugar and just drink water the more you drink water the more filled up you'll That's be what I'm doing to now. The toilet to pee a lot and then your exercise as well also my bladder is very small i don't know why i don't know why i'll drink water and i need to eat all the time i leave the house i wee i go, go on the tube like i'll do like a half an hour 45 minute journey i need to eat again it's crazy Imagine if there were toilets on the tube. No. No. I actually no. thought when the Elizabeth line was going to come out did you ever watch spy kids? Yeah. yeah. So you remember the toilet that comes out? Yes! I actually thought it would be really oh, genius. If... Oh, yeah. yeah. I really thought it would be genius if Lily Bat Line, because I don't refer to it as Elizabeth Line so much, like mm. Lily Bat Line would have that. Yeah, I mean, they have it on Overground. Uh, they have the toilets, in it? Pasca, I want the microwave that instantly makes you McDonald's. Oh, that would be good. I don't feel like yeah. we're that far away. I don't feel like we're that far away. Before we get into podcast conversations, I wanted to dive into you two as individuals and the experiences that you've had. So what we discussed like pre-interview, like in regards to Nihia, the work that you have done with people who have like domestic violence and facilitation work and how you safeguard yourself from the experience and not get to a space where you get triggered. And also then when that has transferred over to your guys' podcast and then Tash, I wanted to ask you in regards to your broadcasting experience, how you feel like those qualities have helped you to the point where you are today. So my experience with working with young people, 
it's always oddly fell into my lap because me and Natasha have done the same degree and we did media and communication and when I graduated I moved into my own place very quickly because well my it was my grandma's apartment because she was coming to stay at home with my mum and everyone and <laughs> I I basically just didn't have a bedroom because of that and my mum's like okay well if you want to you know live at the flat you can but you've got to pay for everything on your own like from the get-go and I was like oh okay and the thing with lots of like media jobs especially when you're starting out is that they they want you to do a lot of work for free like sometimes up to three months maybe sometimes they'll pay for your lunch and your travel if you're lucky but really it's just like work and work for nothing and it's like paying your dues and stuff and when I when I had this apartment like I I was like I don't have the luxury of that and then a lot of my work like before I had graduated like I had just been babysitting and you know that's just I put myself on Gumtree once and was like oh babysitter needed one man rang me and asked me to be an escort um but I did get a baby job I did to get a babysitter job eventually for him eventually you babysat his kid no 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 no, that guy I did I did I did think about it for a little while I was like oh it'd be easy money but you know again just didn't trust I just don't trust men like that so I was like no just leave that um so yeah lots of working with children and then even I did like NCS the challenge I don't know if you know what that is but it's just like this youth work summer program that happens for 16 year olds after I was in national theatres uh program no no it's a national it's a national program but it's like you go on a residential trip and you do community work and you stay in university and you cook and it's all these life skills and stuff that you do and I was like a facilitator on that so I, I did have some experience so where I couldn't really afford to not do the media job like because of all the experience I had just working as a student that kind of just helped me with with gaining ch- uh, jobs working with children and then I applied to work at the school that I actually went to, thinking like, oh, I'll just find an admin job or something for now and then I'll figure it out. And then I ended up being a special educational needs teaching assistant, which was a roller coaster. And I really like despised the first few months of it because I was like, fuck, this is hard. Slash, what am I doing with my life? I'm meant to be going into media broadcasting. So much, you know, ups and downs and stuff. But then I realized after like three or four months of working there, like actually kids are really clever and they're not going to just trust anyone easily. And you have to almost put in the work with some of them. You know, some of them really want to see Mm -hmm. consistency from you before trusting you so that was a big light bulb moment because as soon as I started to gain that trust with them you know seeing the difference in how they work how they respond to you and stuff you know all of that is so rewarding it is so nice Mm. especially because there is just something about young people like you can do anything sort of thing and that is really inspiring and then from there on I applied to work at the council um, for children's services as a coordinator again so eye-opening I was working with all the managers across all the different teams under the service external services like CAMS um, like the hospital schools the police so everything yeah it just it was just really interesting experience and was really meaningful it is weird that I've always got these jobs like that I've been I've come very close to landing like media jobs and 
sometimes when I get the feedback about why I didn't get it they'll just say all positive things and I'm like okay so why why didn't I get this job I just don't get it and it's like you know you were so close sort of thing and it would always really frustrate me because I always believe that's where I need I should be and part of me still does because I would love to be a presenter do you know what I mean I would love to be like I don't know like another Maya Jamal or something or Davina McCool you know it's weird though because she's so good with kids she's so good with kids i i don't know sometimes yes you do wait i have a question why wouldn't you be good with kids and then doing the job that you are because if you're shit with kids nobody would hire you but like she's like in the sense that like she has so much energy oh and like i love kids but i'm tired like and i don't even have a kid yeah but like i looked at my baby for six months Mm For six months, and it was the time of my life. But at the, as soon as my aunt and uncle walked in the door, I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> you know what I mean? Whereas, like, we'll go to like my my musties, and like the girls have so much energy, and I'm like, I love playing with them. But then I also feel like I need a time out because I'm like, "Geez, like it's a lot." But Nikki can keep going and going, and like she will like there'll be like 10, 12 kids, yeah. and she's like, "Come on, everyone! This is what we're doing," and they love her, and it's so nice, and I get so like low key jealous because I'm like, she's so cool. <laughs> I also just don't have the energy. Like I think I I don't sometimes either, but I I do just have a lot of sympathy for young people. And we were talking beforehand about how we have very similar upbringing experiences in terms of having lived through and witnessed domestic violence and that is always not something I consciously think about but I think is always there when I interact with kids is my experience of that and just knowing like growing up you know I was hiding such a massive secret about what my life was really like sort of thing and yeah I was like happy happy like I looked happy happy on the outside but you know it was obviously a struggle here and then I just think anyone who showed me like any little extra bit of attention or just made it so that I kind of forget that I'm this responsible person when I get home sort of thing and I can just be a kid you know I kind of like carry that with me so then yeah like when I'm with the young kids and stuff like I feel like I'm still their age like mentally and that's probably like where where it all comes from probably I'm just got a Peter Pan syndrome or something like that <laughs> um so and then yeah and currently I've been working in a job that's not working with children and I thought you know the grass is greener maybe get a bit more money and stuff but it's horrible it's like, a feeling. Yeah. yeah and as much as it's challenging working under public sector especially in this conservative climate with all these like budget cuts and things and them basically asking every public sector service to almost run like a private company like schools right now are running like businesses you know where yeah. before we just have funding from the government to help fund your school and stuff now it's like the schools have got to generate that money somehow um on their own and it's just it's horrible well there um, is a new pay rise that's in the in the works yeah well fingers crossed it's enough do you know what i mean yeah. like it's hard climate and I just think like because I'm friends of all the same friends I went to school with we always naturally speak about our school experience because we all grew up going through like secondary school together and, and college and sixth woman stuff and we constantly mention our teachers and I just think isn't that remarkable like you know they've probably forgotten us and whatever but we'll never forget like these memories and teachers have mm. such an impact on your life or or, or just you're, you're just so impressionable to any young person whether you realize it or not and if you're working with children in any which way and I just 
I think I do again subconsciously always have that in the back of my mind when working with them because it does it does it just takes one professional or one one person to sort of gain a young person's trust and you can change their patterns of behavior if it's concerning or you can motivate them and inspire them and you know I've done it before in the past as well like when I was working as an SENTA um, there was this young person who just took a liking to me and with as she would can say like quite concerning things that you would have to raise like I've self-harmed and I've done this and stuff but they were all like you know the marks and things were a little bit superficial and it wasn't like concerning enough to other staff members to be like you know to look into it properly but I did just take the time to sit and talk to her even if some of her stories are exaggerated or whatever it might be and then because I created like a sense of trust with her I I just think she just changed so much in the time that I was I got to know her and you know where she previously didn't want to go to classes before like she hated going to science with a passion you know she had a full-blown panic attack and found me one day one lunchtime and then I sat down with her calmed her down and then I was like okay shall I take you to welfare somewhere you've got science next I doubt you want to go she's like no it's okay miss I think I'll go and it was just like just those little little things you know you just see them progress or the resilience grows a bit more and things and it's it's super rewarding so yeah it's it's probably like a way more long-winded answer than you wanted but you have been put on this earth and it's so weird I mean in I really hope like I've just applied for a job to to work with children again and I really hope I get it but any usually before this point any job I've I've done an interview for or applied for where it's working with children I've got it like that whereas like the media jobs I'm like so close to getting and I Mm. don't for some reason and I don't know if that's like the world or the fate or universe or something intervening I have no idea but yeah I, I don't know if I answered your question I hope I did you did in some capacity. is it okay if I can ask one more question Tash yeah do you feel like you've made kind of maybe this might not be the right vocabulary to use but like peace with that fact then the the the, the want is not necessarily the need does that make sense so your want would be media and broadcasting yeah. but your need your 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 natural inclining are 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 in giving to those who who require that out of you whether that's kids or whether that is teenagers or adults or women who need that that love and attention because you come from that lived experience so you're able to hold that space for them and care for them maybe it's just the shape yeah and it's so interesting that you asked that actually because even though you know like I said you know any job working with children I've, I've usually got quite easily I always wondered that and and wondered why sort of thing and I would sometimes be really frustrated in my job sometimes only because I really thought like I'm meant to be doing something else and and it's because what I told myself when I was 15 16 you know I give so much importance to this younger voice of mine who had all these like dreams and ambitions and things and I talk about this in therapy all the time I give I give that person so much significance and sort of allow her thoughts and ideas to shape my life or what it should be because I told myself at 15 16 before I've had way more life experience that this is how your life needs to look like and because it Mm. doesn't sometimes I get really frustrated and I will say like with I don't know if the therapy has helped with making more of a piece with what I'm doing because like I said I'm I'm in a job that's not working with children at the moment and I really want to go back and I think I would have a lot more peace this time around because I have you know tried to go 
across the field and see if the grass is greener sort of thing and it's not so yes that's one aspect of it like you know I quite enjoy this work and helping other people but also I think beforehand like even though I have similar shared experiences to maybe some of the young people I'm helping especially when it comes to like safeguarding and things I have never seen myself as a victim of anything Mm. Uh, so sometimes I'll be working with people who have like very similar circumstances to me but it's all it's kind of like this automatic like numbness shield goes up mm-hmm. and I just don't associate with myself with anything to do with their circumstances even though they are quite similar and I and I don't know if me going to therapy and talking about it more and more is sort of bringing a sense of peace to not only like my circumstances and things I've been through but also in working with young people just like yeah like I'm meant to be doing this and it's fine and I still think one day I will have my media job like I just really see myself like traveling the world doing like presenting shows you know or like doing the podcast I really believe in us like blowing up and stuff but now I'm not putting as much pressure on myself I just want to give myself as much as I can to the podcast really do all I can and come back to really like enjoying it and doing it because it's things we want to do, topics we want to talk about sort of thing. And I just think we always have like the best responses from those episodes when it's just us. So it's something that we really wanted to do, opposed to maybe like, don't get me wrong, we love when we do interviews mm-hmm. for the PR and like, you know, the movies and stuff coming out. Don't get me wrong, we absolutely love that. But there is a difference when it's like things that we wanted to talk about and and discuss and the response we get is... Mm. It's like more. a lot of experiences and like people it's so much more relatable when you talk about yourself yeah rather than talking about a movie that you've seen or yeah. what you really liked at, at this place or that place I don't know like when yeah. we talk about things that have happened to us people can relate people are interested it's it's a bit tea for people as well it's a bit of an escapism mm. and I got yeah I got feedback recently from season three episode one and you know that was a lot about our lives and I got a lot of feedback from people saying like actually I really like how vulnerable you were and I really liked you know all these things you said and that's something I've always been worried about is like how much of myself do I give in my podcast like how much of my life do I put in there how vulnerable do I make myself and things and if I do want to be a presenter and things one day I think I need to learn to go through that and have a sense of comfortability about how much I share about my life say I was my Jama, how much like tabloids and stuff would be all up in my business and it'd be there for everyone to see anyway so I think timing's everything. Maybe I'm frustrated now that I don't have like the media job or, or something right now. But I think as long as I keep giving myself to the podcast in the way that I am right now and also feeling fulfilled at work and feeling like I'm doing something meaningful in my nine to five situation. I just think now exactly what you said in terms of the want and the need, I'm where I need to be right now. And I think I'll have all the ones at some point. <laughs> I think that's so interesting, firstly, just to unpick that you're right, Tash. Like the relatability is such a massive thing. That's how you connect. That's how you find the people. It's even things like when you guys were talking about in your podcast, like the films that you guys used to watch, how like being British South Asian, being disconnected from it, like so many things. It's the relatability aspect. Even the things that we used to watch, it's because we could see ourselves in it. Before we go on to that, Nikki, uh, Tash, I'm going to mix your guys' name up all the time. So My mom does all the time, so don't worry. Does she always? Does she go N, N1, N2? 
just yeah. goes through all the names until she gets to the right child yeah, yeah, or she'll yeah. say them all and then she'll be like oh it's this child's name that i need is your brother's name niraj by any chance because that'll no. be genuine all the ends no he's an a he's an a um. All right, Tash, you're up. It's funny, isn't it, when you have to talk about yourself? Um, so for me, I was always kind of lost. I didn't really know what it was that I wanted to do. Like I always knew I wanted to go into the media. When I was really young, I wanted to be a teacher. Then I wanted to be in the media, and I wanted to like work on music videos. Then I wanted to work on a crime show. Then I went. On, then I wanted to work on death row and actual death row, actual death row. And I knew that I was in. I knew that I was in the wrong thing. And when I was studying media at uni in my first year, and I was like, nah, man, I need to be like working towards going to death row. I wanted to help people get off death row. Again, I think we're such sympathetic people. And I think I've just been obsessed with watching like crime shows and stuff like that since such a young child. I was like on YouTube typing in like crime documentary or something like that. And I would watch it like, every day and so when I was in my first year I was like what the hell am I doing like what I'm doing is wrong but then I didn't get the grades to do like law and criminology so and I and then I was already a year in and then I was like shit my whole year is paid for at uni so then I was like cool I'll do I'll do my second year second year came it was even worse and I was like maybe I should just cut this out and like start all over again and like go back to school and do my A-levels again and just get my grades up and then I was like no I'm already so deep into it and then I realized like I could still work in crime, but through television, like these are the things that I like to watch is television as like crime documentaries. So why can't I make crime documentaries? Somehow I've ended up in working in the news, nothing to do with crime. But I mean, it's all the, it's still the same. Like I still love watching crime documentaries and everything. And I have access to, if I wanted to go into that field, I know I can. It's just not as easy as everyone thinks. It's really not. And the job I'm in now, like I'm not gonna lie, I've been in in it for for a minute. It's not where I want to where I want to be for the rest of my life at all. But it's a good job. It's a good stepping stone. It's it's got me into like just really being quick with being on my shit in terms of work. Like in my life, I don't know about that, but at work, I'm a whiz. Like, and I really do like my job, and I'm really good at it. And you know, networking at work, people know who I am, which is nice. Not everyone, but like, you know, I've got a good network at work. I'm not afraid to like walk up to people and talk to them. Like, I think I always used to push Nikki to talk first in any scenario that we were in. I'd always hide behind Nikki because she was the confident one. And I feel like now, like, I'm really finding my own voice, especially since starting the podcast as well. Like, not gonna lie, I think I'm I'm a very anxious person. And I have a lot of anxiety and, you know, there's been quite a few times where like one of us will, well, it started off mainly with me, we'll do an episode and I'll feel really anxious because what we're talking about is really sensitive. And I'm like, I don't want people to know that about me or I don't want people to judge me. Even though at the time saying it out loud felt so good, it was just knowing that other people were going to hear it. And now I feel like we're at the point where I, yeah, being vulnerable, it might be a bit hard or whatever, but again, it's so, it's my truth. This mm. is my life. So why am I going to lie? And why do I, why do I care what people mm. think? I'm happy in my own skin. I think everything in my life, like, it's really not, like, it's really nothing to be ashamed of. I can't say, I can't think of anything that I'm really ashamed of. Mm. So therefore I don't feel a type of way about expressing that. And it's the same at work. I don't feel a type of way about how I've acted at work or anything. You know how like sometimes, you know, I'm not gonna lie, I've made mistakes on air before and all of this is part of the learning process and it's, it's how you develop. Like you make a mistake, you don't, you're gonna make sure you don't do that again. You say something to someone at work when you're frustrated, but 
you move on you don't take it to or, or someone says something to you, you don't take it for granted you're working in a really pressurized environment it's really I've, I guess I've really learned a lot about myself in the sense that like I feel like I'm more thick-skinned maybe that comes with age I don't know but I feel like I was so sensitive so anxious and now I'm still sensitive I still have like you know like I, I still will take things a type of way but I'm very much I've learned the way now to let that shit go as well so yeah when you work in the news as well when you work in like a, a media like a, a newsroom full of like journalists and people criticizing all the time and like people who have come from Oxford and Cambridge and da 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 and think they're the shit like you learn like I'm the shit too baby like I didn't come from Oxford but like or whatever but I I know my shit and like you have different skills like you have we have different skills like you might have a, a whole ass journalism degree and I might only have a media one but I have people skills and I have like the ability to just be open and listening to people and this is, these are just the differences no shade to anyone at work but like these are the differences like sometimes you feel so you know I'm an Asian girl working in a newsroom it's getting better now but it never used to be like this like three four years ago it was very much a white predominantly like predominantly white place and I like now that they make you know they have so many such an effort to include like you know diverse backgrounds it's great but yeah at first it was quite intimidating to be somewhere like that so I think I learned slowly to again just grow my thick skin maybe one day who knows I would be in crime documentaries or something but like for now like it fulfills me that I'm getting some great experience I'm learning I'm still trying to figure my shit out I'm so happy with the podcast and where it's finally going like I feel like mm. we have such opposite lives and we always talk about our schedules and how opposite they are but now I think me and Nikki both sat down and we were like we are gonna we're gonna bang this shit out because I've moved now mm. we're gonna have even less time mm. so what is our podcast gonna slip even more no like we have to make this a priority because we know we're good yeah we know people love our shit like but we just need to be consistent with it and that's what we're trying to do so hopefully who knows because consistency is like it's something I'm always striving for in my life I think it will be a it's a learning progress thing and I think even just like releasing the, the past two episodes we've really we've really shown some good consistency yeah. here you know so. yeah and also an elevation in terms mm-hmm. of what we're doing as well we're always trying to evolve so so yeah I suppose like our work backgrounds have shaped a lot of who we are and even the podcast condense what I've just said condense what she's just said no I don't want to condense it because I think like at the end of the day your messaging is what's really beautiful and I wanted to elaborate on that like our life experiences are really that shape us and as you were saying that you don't know if it's life or whatever which has gotten you to the space that it is but as people People that grow up in the, I hate to use this word all the time, but that diaspora that deal with like so many things and that have anxieties, imposter syndrome and like illnesses and just things like that. But like, at what point do you get to a space in your life where you're comfortable? And as I'm sitting here knowing very little that I know about you guys and just listening to your podcast from where you guys talk about, you started it in your like mid twenties and now you guys are a little bit finer, 20 finer. 25 you know at what point do you get to yourself where you look in the mirror and you're like you know these these things that I have they are what they are and I'm not running away from it anymore and I will either embrace it or they will be my you know shining beacons I'm I'm kind of there a little bit and I don't know if it's an age thing I don't know if it's a turning 30 thing or if it's because I've been in therapy 
kind of thing but there's been so much of I, I've just spent most of the pandemic like hating myself with a, with a passion and I think I still struggle with I know everyone's like oh no when I say it I'm just like whatever I don't care but it's also real it's very real you know and I some I think I've avoided saying it in the past probably because I know it probably makes more people uncomfortable than it than it makes me but I've been stuck in that place for so long and like my self body image issues is something I've been struggling with my whole life since I was a little girl since I can remember you know I've been told you're big you're chubby you're this and you know it's it's something that stayed with me from when I'm such young age especially because me and Tasha did grow up so close in age together and she was this skinny little pretty doll and I was this like you say that chubby. but I a big ass nose on my face like you you know like I had a big big nose I've had a nose job yeah um Rich, can I just say you both talk about in your podcast you talk about your PCOS and you talk about your nose job, which I just I I'm not laughing at it at either of those topics but that is like people don't want to share shit like that I think that's where we've owned it like we're, we're just yeah. like you know, we're not trying to hide in the podcast really you know just I just keep it real do you know what I mean like I love that Tasha's like yeah I've had a nose job sort of thing because so many people be like I've always had this thing do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, no, you fucking didn't. Like, there's this girl I went to school with and I was like, where did you get your lip fillers from? Like my friend's thinking of doing it. So I, I wasn't even like trying to shade her. I was like, literally, we're, we're generally trying to do research. Like, where can my friend get her lips done? And she's like, I haven't got my lips done. I just overline them. Okay, Kylie Jenner. Um, do you know what I mean? Fucking lie. Like I went to school with you. I've got all these photos from school. Your lips didn't naturally just perk up this much. And there's no, there's not enough lip liner in the world to give you those lips really you gotta come for her no I just but I it's just that kind of is that it's do you know what I mean doing something and not owning it yeah it's yeah. the having something and not owning yeah. it yeah it's the sh- it's the shame that you feel but you obviously felt shameful that you didn't have it so now you have it and you still are trying to hide it it's like bro we can fucking see it it's like I had a nose job but imagine me saying no I didn't and it's like it's so... on the middle of my fucking face it's the first thing you're gonna see mate why the fuck am I gonna lie like, I, just don't, I just don't know and, and the thing is and I'll tell you something very real we're we gonna do an episode on this so you know stay tuned but I'm so proud and I want people just to know that I've had a nose job because I'm so fucking proud. Like I've been all my life been so like, I hate my nose. I'm everywhere I went, I was having anxiety because like I didn't want to, I don't want people to look at me from the side or like I, at the minute I step out outside of the house, like I'm like, oh my God, is someone looking at me? Like approaching a sexy guy, but this one I was single. Um, I'd be like, oh, like, oh God, like I'm scared to talk to him. Like, or like, I, I knew I was that bitch, but also like in my head, I'm like, you got big nose. So it's weird, isn't it? Because mental- is it the people that make you feel like you have a big nose or is it you yourself? Because I always contemplate that. Like even when we're like trying to work out and look sexy and oh. things like that. Like, is it like we're coded that it's this is what- I never was bullied, but people made comments. Yeah. And mm. you'd hear people make comments and those are the comments that stayed with you. So yeah, thankfully I wasn't bullied bullied, but like, it wasn't nice hearing that. Yeah. Just the way people said so- shit about you. It wasn't nice hearing it. And it's shit- mean. Yeah, it's yeah, fucking mean. Hey, you work with them, pal. <laughs> yeah, and I'm trying to, you know, not make them such assholes really, but I'm... No, but there is there are some kids, especially these days, especially when I worked in the school. There's some they're so much nicer than we were at school. Do you know what I mean? I think we grew up in the era of like gossipy magazines and fashion police where Joan Rivers could like cuss your whole life out and not get in trouble for it. You know, we you grew remember up in- Happy Slaps. Yeah. 
Slap. I was talking about this with somebody the other day and they were like, they don't remember. I was like, we yeah. grew up in the era of happy slaps where you yeah. could literally get slapped until that became illegal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People I mean, were getting filmed left and right and getting slapped like old people. That's just Indians, but behind closed doors as well. Someone's like, let's take this to the streets. This is a fun game. <laughs> For real. Um, but yeah, in terms of, you know, coming back to your question again, in terms of like making peace with it, again, I don't know if it's because I am like s- slowly rebuilding my life this year and little things like, you know, I'm really staying on top of like my space, you know, before I lived in organized chaos and I was like, yeah, that's me. That's fine. I know where it all is. Now I'm making more of an effort to sort of like clear up that space. You know, I'm taking care of it, taking care of myself. Like even the days I feel really horrible, don't want to go gym. I really force myself and you I'm do. like, come on, show, you do, do this for yourself. You know, you'll feel great. You won't feel bad about it. And yeah, like, you know, I just went on holiday with my friends and they all have the most outstanding bodies are all like gorgeous stunning models in their own right and you know before going on any trip like this I get so self-conscious because I know I'm not one of those people but and I look even looking back in some of the photos and videos from across the weekend I'm like oh my god do I actually look like that but I am seeing a difference in myself where I kind of quickly shrug it off because I'm like well this is not my forever state and like my mind's changed a little bit now like okay I'm not really happy with where I'm at right now but I think knowing that I am doing small steps to try and change that about myself I'm not gonna keep on punishing myself right now because I'm actively trying to change something so me me trying to punish myself whilst making a big life change I think that's where I've fell down a lot before because I'm just like I'll just give in like I nothing will change about me sort of thing whereas now I'm just trying that's all I can do honey is try my best Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to go out of my way to not punish myself as much even though that's still happening here and there but um yeah and and it comes with with age I suppose you do your life just gets busier and you're like I actually don't have fucking time to punish myself today I've got x y and z to do and yeah you kind of just get on with it more in that way i suppose if that makes sense well everyone that brings us to the end of the episode i hope you enjoyed part one of my two-parted episode chat with natasha nikita from two chickpeas in a podcast i will be uploading part two very soon so make sure to keep an eye out for that if you haven't already make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and don't forget to rate and comment on whichever platform you're listening this episode on you can also become a patron and a supporter of the show by subscribing for as small as five pounds or as i love saying five dollars and fifty cents on Patreon. I will be putting all of the information of the artists and the links in the description of this episode, so make sure to check that out. But as of now, I will leave you as I always do. Breathe in, breathe out. Now I must go, which means now I must go that is copyrighted and I will sue. Until next time, stay curious.